Love Hurts is doing a live episode recording on July 14th at 4 p.m. at the Crane Theater for Tailfest. Past Love Hurts guests will be sharing stories on stage, and then I'll be doing a sit-down interview with Gaster Almonte. He's been featured on Comedy Central, and his album Immigrant Made came out earlier this year. Click the link in the show notes or check out Love Hurts' website to buy tickets. Hope to see you there! The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Emmy Montgomery. Emmy is a comedian living in New York City. Emmy was adopted at a young age, but recently she tried to track down and establish a relationship with her Russian birth mother. She talks about that journey, how her dad ended up marrying a Russian woman through the internet, and what it's like feeling different from the people she grew up with. Hey, Emmy, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great. So, uh, yeah, where, where's your story start, or what do you want to talk about? Sure. So I'll, like, I'll start with like, a little antidote. Uh, so I uh, was at an ASCAT, uh, just me, myself, and I, as per usual. And, uh, at UCB. At UCB, yes. thank you. Filling in my blanks. At uh, UCB, and uh, Shannon O'Neill and all the other crew of the ASCAT came out with a bunch of books in their hands, because it was going to be like their opening of... Uh, how are you guys? What's up? So uh, she had a book of uh, Jeanette Wall's The uh, Glass Castle. And if you don't know it, it's a really sad, depressing book, uh, but such a good read if you're like wanting to cry. I own it, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, I own it too. I've only like read the first couple of pages. Okay. okay. But you know, it, you'll get pretty much the gist out of the first page or even like the back cover. Uh, but uh, so she asked, uh, so this is a book about a uh, really sad, fucked up kind of thing that happened to this woman and her life. Uh, so what's something shitty that happened to you people this week? And uh, people raised their hand and I raised my hand too. And some guy uh, raised his hand and he was like, uh, uh, my boss didn't like my uh, report. And she was like, that's not good enough. And like one other girl was like, uh, my roommate won't do the dishes. Like, that's not shitty enough. And I was so like, I raised my hand and she, I was like in the front row. And uh, she's like, you, I was like, uh, I just asked my birth mother if she would meet me. And she said no. And everybody like laughed. And she oh she threw the book at me. because She was like, oh, my God, you, you win. Uh, and she's like, and they were like all coming around me, like trying to give like me money. It's like, we give you money. Can we make fun of you? It's like, you don't have to give me money. Just make fun of me. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely my favorite ask at. Yeah, the highlight of your highlight comedy of- comedy career even though it wasn't a show that it wasn't it was like just being in a like just being in a the audience, audience participation yeah. yeah that was great <laughs> so your birth mom didn't want to meet you oh yeah so how how did you get there like where did this all start all right so i'm adopted from russia um and i uh so when i uh was like trying to locate her uh it's really hard because, first of all, the papers are all obviously written in Russian, so I don't read or speak Russian because I've been raised in the U.S., but my adopted dad and mom, they got divorced, so his uh, wife is a um, uh, a mail-order bride, and I do okay. not make this up. Wow. Uh, uh, look look her up on hotrussiansnow.com. Uh <laughs> This is a real true thing. I don't know if the website's the real one, but you can yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. look up her. She's findable. At least she was back in the day. 
so like I was like, I kind of want to find her. You think you could read this and help me? So she did, and uh, she uh, like found my birth mother's like last known address on uh, on like the adoption parental relinquishment rights papers, and so like. She wrote a letter in Russian and sent it to her. And uh, she, on the bottom of the letter, she wrote like her, like the, the her name of her, uh, like my stepmom's, uh, what do you call it? Like a Russian Facebook uh, for her to contact her in case, like you know, sending mail was just like too hard. So like probably like a month went by and uh, I still hadn't heard anything. And I kept calling my dad saying like, you know, what's going on? You know, uh, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? And every time he'd say no. But uh, then uh, after like, uh, yeah, like a month or two, like I, I finally got a, uh, a, a call from him. It was like, yeah, we, we, we have gotten in reach with her. And uh, it, like the daughter of her, of my birth mother, so I guess like technically my Your sister, sister yeah. uh, she emailed my stepmom uh, that uh, don't contact us. And that was it. There was like, no, like, no, we don't want to meet or like, no, like I left you like a long time ago. She's like, don't contact us. So. Wow. So there was no, yeah, no explanation of. No. How, and, what happened or why she gave you up for adoption or like, there's no, nothing. It was no. just like, and do you know any of that? The papers say like born out of wedlock. So like I'm a bastard. I mean, I already knew that because if you met me, but uh, I mean. <laughs> just from the personality yeah, alone. Just from my personality alone. But uh, no, uh, yeah, that's, that was the reason. <laughs> on interesting. The papers. So. Wow. So. When you like, what made you decide to do to like go down this rabbit hole to begin with? Sure, yeah, I think everybody kind of. I mean, I can't say speak for everybody, but I think a lot of adoptees like look for answers. Like, I don't even know what answer like question I was asking, but I was just like searching for answers. So, like, really going in there blind. Uh, but uh, uh, I. I kind of uh, what I did know about her was that she had blonde hair and uh, like green eyes like I did. And we both wrote our like E's and twos the same, which is like not like a crazy thing, but like for like someone who's adopted, it's like oh my god, we're like identical. Yeah, know? this was a thing that for some reason, even though you had no upbringing by her, it still was something that was yeah. in your blood or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. What else could I know about her? Like also like medical things. You know, I have no idea what my medical history is, but. It's kind of fun. It's like it's like a Cracker Jack surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't know what's in the box. You don't know what's in the box. So. So, yeah. So, like, there was that thing of just like, okay, I've, I'm adopted. And was there something, did you find, did you feel like, I don't know, you wanted something more? Like, what, was there something with, like, your family where you were like, you know, I love my, I don't know your relationship with yeah. your adopted parents, but, like just wanting to have that relationship with your actual no, yeah, mom? I, I think I, well, not actual mom. I do say adopted. I mean, a, a birth mother. I mean. Birth mother, yeah. yeah. It's okay. A lot of people do I don't, that. yeah, I don't know the terminology. It's okay. It's quite all Birth right. mother is the correct <laughs> uh, term. But, because, uh, like, my adopted mom is my real yeah, mom. But, that, I mean, that, yeah. uh, at least for me. I, I yeah, that's fair. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, I was looking for that relationship, too. I, I don't know. I'm like a, I guess I consider myself a, clingy person i don't know maybe because i like relationships i don't know clingy maybe isn't the word but i'm sure my family would say i'm clingy i don't know 
But yeah, I guess I was looking for that relationship thing. Yeah. And for you, like, like from being a baby came here to America. Yeah. So you had like no experience in yeah, Russia so at I all. Was, uh, adopted when I was like two years old. Okay. And so I was raised in Pennsylvania for like a few years. And then when my parents got divorced, I moved to Jersey with my mom to the Jersey Shore, which was like a really nice place to grow up with the beach all year round. Uh, and then my dad lived, stayed in Pennsylvania where he then met his future mail order bride uh, via the internet. Uh, and uh, I'll never forget when I actually, the first time I saw a picture of her, she was sitting in a, in a, like a, it was like a studio, like, so it was all white and she was wearing nothing, but all she had on was a silk, uh, bat, uh, bed sheet and she was sitting uh, backwards and like her head was turned around like like kind of like posing and like a seductive face and uh, my dad was like what do you think of her I was like I like the girl with the clothes on <laughs> yeah like where are the people with the clothes in their pictures yeah but what what is like 13 years later I mean they're still married <laughs> yeah like what age did that happen for you uh, seven eight whoa so young yeah and so, and are your parent? Are your parents like? Do they have Russian heritage to them? No, not at Whoa. all. So, uh, like, your dad just like. Yeah, he said he liked the culture. I think it's because you know, Russian women are general, like, I guess hot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of easy. It's like an easier route because you you know they're more likely to. Marry you? I don't, it wasn't like straight up like yeah, yeah, yeah. traditional like hand you money you're gonna marry me. But it was like yeah, it was sure fire. He was trying to meet people to potentially marry or whatever. Like yeah, he was on a track. So yeah, but like my dad is like is like Pennsylvania Dutch, a little English. There's like he's like a mutt, and then my mom's Irish and Italian. So you know, nowhere close to Russian. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting that that's. Who he ended up with was like the same. Yeah. I guess he couldn't marry me, so you got to find somebody else. <laughs> you like wanted to have some connection to your upbringing, it was like, or your heritage, I guess, not upbringing, but. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's what he thinks he did. Probably. But not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. A, a little roundabout. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's part of your culture, too. It's a really fun icebreaker when people are nervous. I tell them, oh, my God, here's a fun thing. My mom, my stepmom is a, a male at a bride. What's your mom like? Yeah, let's uh, talk about our parents. Yeah, let's here's, talk about our parents. And so, like, for you, how has that sort of, like, influenced your, I don't know, like, view on relationships and stuff now as, like, an adult? Hmm. Well, I stay away from the Internet, uh, specifically, like, dating websites. Yeah, like, online dating, you don't do I it. I mean, I've... I've I mean, I've, everybody's down with yeah. Tinder, but it's more like a fun thing. And then, like, when they're like, hey, you want to meet up? I, like, delete the app. And, like, I I'll do that all the time. I delete the app. I'm done. But, uh, yeah. You don't just ignore them. You have to delete, I fully have delete, to delete the, the app. I have to delete the app. Uh, <laughs> so, with your mom, too, like, are you, that's it? Like, after you got that email, like, did you just sort of be like, okay, well, that's that? Uh, kind of, because I... I, I I hope to, I guess I will, maybe. Uh, I want to send, like, another, like, follow-up letter. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm still here. Uh, but uh, I 
probably going to wait like a few more years. It's been like four years, but I'm just going to wait till like five, maybe 10 years down the line. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Cause it's not something that. Yeah. Or I'll just like show up at her doorstep, say, Hey. Yeah. That'll be the next move. That'll be the next move. If she doesn't answer the second time, I'll just show up. Yeah. I'll just have to take like, you know, a long vacation and spend a lot of money to go say hello. Just a quick hi to your mom and your half sister of. Yes. So apparently there's like two half, I have like two half siblings because they don't look, they don't really don't look anything like me. Okay. uh, Because we, I did find like the, the youngest sister who, who, they're older than me, but uh, the young, the younger one, uh, her Russian Facebook and uh, she posts a lot of um, inspirational quotes. I've translated them through uh, the magic of Google Translate. Yeah. And uh, she posts a lot of like seductive selfies, but that's also just like a Russian thing. Like I, I think, anyways. Yeah, it's not. It's just like a very her like, specific personality. It, yeah, I don't know. It could be, but yeah. And then I always see like in her comments, like people say "ha ha ha," and I don't know what they're laughing at because. It doesn't seem funny, but I guess Russian humor is dry. I don't know. Yeah, you're missing. You're missing that I'm joke. I'm missing the connection. You gotta like work your Russian comedy muscles a little bit. Yeah. Because you've just gotten you've gotten too Americanized. Yeah. I, I read a. Uh, I was like reading a book about like Russian travel, and like there was a there was a joke in it, and it was just like I I can't even remember the joke. It was not good at all. But it was so dry, and it was like. This is why they're sad over there. They don't have life inside them. So I guess it's good I'm here. Yeah. Like ultimately, you feel like you're probably in a better place that you've ended up here and doing what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there part of you, I mean, I guess there is because you reached out to your mom, but like wants to have that other family that's there, maybe not your half sisters, but at least like. Yeah, I think especially when I was, like, younger, like, when, you know, like, my friends all had, like, siblings or, you know, cousins who, like, looked like them. And I guess I, you know, obviously didn't because I'm blonde hair, blue-eyed little thing and everybody else in my family is brunettes, you know, tall. And I'm not. Uh, so I guess there was, like, that longing of, like, wanting to, like, be with, like, a group of people that look like you. But it's okay because that's kind of not what the world is like. So it's, yeah. it was like a good lesson. Like y- you'll, you'll live. <laughs> yeah. You like kind of learned at a young age that everyone's not the same and yeah. that's okay. And it's okay. No one has to be like me. And that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And now you're in New York city where everyone is so different kind of, ha- and all has their like weird thing that they got going on. And you're already like ahead of them by being like, I've lived this. Oh yeah. Very advanced. <laughs> Did your adopted parents, like your actual like parents, do they have uh, other kids, or like do they adopt anybody else, or were you no, well, an only uh, child? Well, my mom didn't have any other kids or adopt any other kids, but uh, my dad did with his male and a bride. I keep calling her the male and a bride, which is kind of really rude to like my little siblings, but they know how I feel, so it's okay. I mean, I don't shout it in their face, like shout it in their face, like about, you know, like their step, their mother. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird dynamic to <laughs> yeah. be a part of. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not even really a part of it as much really. So yeah, now that you're grown up, it's kind of just like, yeah, even can... when I was like younger, I really wasn't part of that part of that gang. So it's, it's all right. She, she needs to do what she needs to do. So yeah. Yeah. She's like very 
kind of gross too because I want so their house is disgusting like if you ask my dad if their house is nice he's like no it's it's gross like we live in a garbage garbage pail a straight up garbage pail and uh I was cleaning out the fridge like because my dad was like let's clean this place I was like okay I got the fridge and there was like a bunch of old food and there was a piece of steak probably like I don't know like yay big like a like a small circle and uh I it was molding it was gross. Yeah. So I was like, can I throw this away? Like, I can throw this away, right? And he was like, yeah, chuck that thing. So I threw it in the garbage. I tied up the garbage, put it in the, you know, the outside garbage so the guy could take it away. The garbage man. And uh, and then after, uh, her name is Olga, very traditional uh, Russian name, comes in and she's like, Where's my uh? Where, uh I can't even do a uh, Russian accent right now. I'm too. I'm on. I'm too pressured. Uh, she says, uh, Emily, where's my uh, where's my uh, steak? And I'm like, uh, uh, I just threw that away. It had mold on it. And she was like, uh, she like starts yelling at me in Russian, like, I was gonna eat that. And I was like, uh, that's gross. And she so she goes into the garbage outside, opens all the garbage cans and finds it, takes it out, and then sits at the table and eats it. <laughs> Oh, man. I think to to show a point to me, because she didn't want me cleaning her place, but it was really gross. I mean, she's still living, so it must have not been too yeah, awful. Yeah, it wasn't terrible But I mold. mean, it was gross. God. So and so you mainly grew up, you were saying, with your mom. Yeah, Jersey Shore. So. Okay. So you were like sort of avoiding a lot of what was happening over there with your dad a lot of the time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But you'd come across it and be like, okay, this is a world that I'm happy that I'm kind of Not a part of, yeah. yeah. I guess everybody has a way of life, and that is definitely not mine. Eating steak out of the garbage. <laughs> and it was, and it was like it was like a, such a small piece, too. I mean, and it was gross. I mean, I guess if you have to do it, like if you have like no other way, which is fine, I get it. But they had a lot of other food in the fridge. Like, there yeah, was, like, was, an- the there was only... like another fresh piece of steak in there. Like they could, she could have just... Put that on the grill, real easy. Yeah. So what? So what did kind of your upbringing sort of? How has it like shaped you a bit to be like? What do you think about life now and family and things like that? Well, my apartment is like ridiculously clean. I mean, right now it's a little bit messy because I did I was late for work, so I had to like kind of leave it in like a rush. But uh, my aunt, uh, she has this like a little saying. She says, you know, uh, leave your house as if you're never coming back. You know, like, so, you know, if you died, you know, <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, she lived a million, look at this house, it's so nice. So I live by those words. So that's a thing. Yeah, that's like the big difference is yeah. your house is not, have, there's no moldy steak in your fridge. No, I mean, I can't afford steak, so there's that too, but uh, yeah, so it's clean. <laughs> that's great. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a positive thing. And I found my first cockroach the other day. In my apartment, and I know that sounds really gross, but I was so excited because it's like a it's like a thing, like oh a yeah, New that's York like thing. a New York right, and it was like a big one, right? It was like a big one. The wings were up. It was like oh, about yeah. to fly, but I, you know, I got it with the broom. And it's it's gone. That was my first apartment that I lived in in New York City. Uh, one of my roommates, he would cook like bacon every morning. And then he would take the grease and just put it in a cup on the side of the Catch oven. Them? Like it would just sit there. Oh. Like he just, cause he was like, oh, you're not supposed to put this down the sink. And I'm like, it's I true, also yeah. don't think you're supposed to just leave it out. Yeah. 
because we wouldn't have the big cockroaches. We would have the little cockroaches. And apparently those are the ones that are like, there are like infestations of them in your walls if you see Ooh. them around. And they would just feast off this grease. It was gross. It was yeah. truly gross. And I'd like come home and I would turn on the light to the kitchen and I would They'd just scatter. see all these little ones scatter. And I'd be like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. This is gross. Yeah. And I got out of there and I paid double the rent that I paid because the rent was so cheap. But now it's worth it because I've never seen it. I know. I feel a lot better about my like way of like, like where I am. That's good. <laughs> but the rent was like, oh boy, I really gave something up to not have those cockroaches. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad you're in a clean place. Yeah. Right. Just, you too. I'm glad. I'm happy. For I feel, yeah. I feel like we're better. I'm better off. Definitely. Being in a not gross place. Uh, cool, Emmy. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Going on this roller coaster of family fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. If people want to like find out more about what you do, uh, can they find you online or maybe not online? But uh, uh, I do have an Instagram, but I only posted like 30 pictures, and then I've had this for like four years, so or like six, six, eight years. Yeah. So, so you got a good post rate. I'm really good. I'm really good at Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. So find me. Track you down. Yeah. But not on online dating sites. Don't no. find. I mean, if you find me and then you message me, I will delete the app. So don't message me through there. Cool. Uh, well, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Yeah. Never done a podcast. So this was real it's a official. Big day. Yeah. It's another thing to just check off the list of like life. Cool. Well, thanks, Emmy. Thank you. Bye. This is how we love. This is how we fight. Something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts. <laughs>